What's going on out there? You know what it is. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the latest installment of the Man Cave Huddle, and I am your host, Greg. This episode, I want to call Let's Talk About It Tuesday. We're for all my football fans, sports fans in general, but we're really trying to hit up the football fans. Today is finally the end of, well, I should say last night, but today begins the next week. Let's do a little recap on week one, and if your team won or lost, let's talk about it. And it's Tuesday, so let's talk about it Tuesday. Plenty of games that had uh, invigorating finishes. You had the Saints beating the Falcons 27-26, last-second field goal in that situation. Jameis Winston, first start. It was an epic game. It was a. I don't want to say it was a classic because there were some other good games too. I mean, one game that was a shocker. You look at the uh, 49ers at the Bears. This one, you would have said, look, this is a game where I don't want to hear the 49ers were in focus. It's game one. Everybody wants to win at least game one and start off 1-0. This was to be the beginning of the Trey Lance era. And, you know, he's a rookie, first-time starter. It didn't work out for him. Um, it was raining, it was pouring, the weather could not have been worse, and the Bears took advantage of that, and they wound up winning this game 19-10 in a shocker. And probably the best game of the day was the final overtime between the Steelers and the Bengals. I mean, you had Joe Burrow with like four damn picks, but yet they still had multiple opportunities in overtime to win. And we talking missed field goals, all types of stuff. And this game went down to like the wire. But the Steelers go 1-0 and take out the Bengals. In a game which I felt, sorry about that, I did, y'all. In a game in which I felt like this could be a blowout, it was a lot closer than I thought when the, with the Eagles beating the Detroit Lions 38-35. I thought this was going to be like 38-10. But the Lions proved to be a lot more competitive than I thought. It looks like the Lions might be a squad this year, moving on into uh, the rest of the season. The Patriots, I don't know what it is with them and Florida. I mean, Belichick brought this team down there and spent the week out there in Florida to say, get used to this weather, get used to the humidity, get used to everything. And they still lost 20-7. to I mean, you had Tua with 270 yards and a touchdown. And you had, you know, Tyreek Hill, eight receptions, 94 yards. But that offense was very stagnant for the Patriots. And now you're going to start hearing thoughts about the Patriots. Was it really Tomas Brady or was it Belichick and the way he does his business? You're beginning to see, look, there's something to be said about culture and creating and curating the right environment, which can breed success. But then there's also something to be said about straight up having the talent and the discipline and the work ethic to get those wins. And right now you're beginning to see it's about the talent because I'm not seeing the W's for the Patriots. Ravens and Jets, 24-9. Ravens are good, just got some work to do. Uh, let's see what other games we got going on here. You know, you had uh, the Browns and the Panthers. I mean, you know, Baker Mayfield. He was, you know, it started off rough. Then they had the lead. And the Browns do what they do. They came back late and they were able to win this game. But 
with a 17-point fourth quarter. It looks like the Panthers might could have had some things turned around in which now they know how they want to play. And probably the most surprising game of the day is the New York Giants on the road in Tennessee beating the Titans 21-20 to with an epic two-point conversion to say, you know what? We didn't come here for your respect. We came here to win. We're playing to win the game. We're not playing to not lose. We're playing to win. Ryan Tannehill, good game. I don't want to say he had a bad game, but by Derrick Henry's standards, he was kind of, you know, I don't want to say kept in check, but it wasn't a typical Derrick Henry-ish type of game. And the Giants had to overcome some mistakes from their quarterback, but they were able to do that where I could see this game in past seasons being a game that they lose, and now they wound up winning. And for this to be the first win, of Dable's career, it really says something. And um, the Packers and Vikings, look, Packers fans, I would be a little, little scarred. A little scarred. Because when I look at the Packers, they don't have a lot of talent in that receiving core. And far, I said far, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the type where he'll get frustrated real easy and be like, I checked out. He got a lot of money coming, so he's not retiring or going anywhere anytime soon. Anytime soon. But division game, starting off 0-1, kind of scary. But it's game one. So usually game one is the most overhyped hot take game of the season because you sit there and say, oh, God, they lost 23-7 to and all these guys made all these mistakes. Aaron Rodgers is losing it. And then these guys could rip off 10 wins and look like the best team in the league. For me, it's just not that they lost. It was how they lost and the talent that has left and did they replace that talent is my concern. I know Rodgers is going to do his thing. It's about the others that I need to see step up. Um, you know, game, uh, I thought that was going to be uh, really, really good, and it wound up being very, very unfortunate with the Buccaneers defeating the Dallas Cowboys. In this game, Dak Prescott suffered a thumb injury in which he'll be out for a couple weeks. And um, this was a really good game. One touchdown, a lot of field goals, and it was one of those, geez, man, who's going to really win this? But Leonard Fournette, he came to show up and blow up. 21 rushes, 127 yards. Tom Brady does what he does. You know, 212 yards, one tub, one of them touchdowns. And like I said, the story of this game isn't the fact that the Cowboys lost. It's the fact that they lost Dak Prescott for what seems to be, according to what Jerry Jones said on the radio, only four weeks, but still, um, four more weeks after going 0-1, you don't want to be 0-5. I, being a Giant fan, have experienced that, and at 0-5, you start thinking, will we ever win again? So um, that was a very game I thought was going to be good, but wound up to be disappointing for the wrong reason. And with the Raiders and the Chargers, two young quarterbacks, two teams that you feel that could potentially make some playoff runs, well, in this game, the Chargers and Herbert got the win with 24-19. to 19. 
Uh, Devontae Adams in his debut with the Raiders, 10 receptions, 141 yards, one touchdown. I know Aaron Rodgers is missing that. Okay. So, uh, Devontae, uh, he looked like he was able to slide in and really get acclimated with the Raiders' style of play. I mean, you know, David Carr is his college quarterback, so there is chemistry there. But just, you know, playing in the NFL, new offensive scheme, your your new tactics and, and so on and so forth. He seems to have really um, got up to speed quickly. And a game in which it was, you know, maybe a little bit more meaningful to Russell Wilson in having the Denver Broncos play at Seattle for his first time since leaving Seattle. And his first game is at Seattle being a Bronco. So um, this was a game where... It was there to win. The Broncos, unfortunately, both their running backs fumbled once at the goal line. And you felt like the opportunity, like I said, was there to win. But the turnovers that they caught up with them, um, they did have an opportunity at the very end for one of those game-winning drives. But they elected to go instead of it going for it on fourth and five, a 63-yard field goal. And, hey, look, the, the, the field goal was long enough. It just didn't have um, the accuracy. I mean, I come from an era where it was like 40, 45, 50-yard field goals were unheard of. And now they're going for 63-yard field goals to win games. I mean, it is just unbelievable now what these field goal kicks do. We're like in a new era. But that is your week one. Let's talk about it Tuesday. Um, You know, those are just the storylines, some of the notes, news and notes. Uh, going around the league, I know in another uh, note to come out of that Dallas game was uh, Michael Parsons wasn't too fond of the way Leonard Fournette chip blocked him in which he was not looking at him directly and kind of blindsided blocked him. So that was, you know, they were kind of going at it on social media. So that that was uh, a bit of news. Um, let me see what else do we have here. You know, when you look at the Commanders, I didn't talk about them, but when you look at the Commanders and they beat the Jaguars 28 to 10, you're like, okay. But Carson Wentz, man, I was watching this. I saw a highlight. Man, this dude threw a pick to a defensive lineman. He's like the type of quarterback where every play or every offensive drive that he's a part of is like the Super Bowl because it can either be an 80-yard exquisite touchdown pass and you're like, wow. Or he throws these this horrible picks where you're like, what is going on right now? And I saw that, but he came back, clapped back, and they were able to win 28-22. I mean, what a game, man. Um, yeah, so that's just, you know, let's talk about it Tuesday. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And, um, you know, there'll be more coming to you in the future. But what I want to do is end this episode off with a positive quote. And the positive quote is this, you know, um, playing humble, playing too humble will have you overlooked, underpaid, and underbooked. Talk your hype. Own the room. And let the haters be uncomfortable. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.